Projects is an opera production company spearheaded by Beck Morrison and um, they do a lot of new opera, a lot of really interesting stuff like they produced um, Du Yun's Angel's Bone and Missy Mazzoli, um, like a lot of contemporary opera they've done some stuff with David Lang. They're really really exciting, I love the stuff that they do and I guess um, the thing about opera is like personally like I feel you almost have to have written an opera to be able to get commissioned to write an opera so it's hard for younger voices to be able to actually break into the scene. It would have been about a year or so ago I saw a call for scores put out by Beth Morrison Projects and they they're looking for new voices in opera and there's like several different rounds so the first round I think maybe 70 or so people had submitted scores and they picked 10 composers and there was a showcase concert and from that um, myself and this other composer Michael Lancy were chosen to write you know a 30 minute chamber opera that would be semi-staged I guess we were going to be sort of observed over the process to see what our instincts were and and that sort of thing and then out of that one of us would be commissioned to write a full-length opera to be produced by Beth Morrison Projects so I was given the commission so I'm really excited to take the take the leap into um, the world of opera. It's been almost two years now I think so from the first round and then the second round just happened about a month ago so now I'm starting to think about how to write <laughs> how to write a full-length opera and that'll be a few years in itself as well. The opera you, you, itself that you're going to write, is that actually based on the the 30 minutes piece that you did as part of this, this initiative? So, I mean, the, the option was there to do that, but I actually, I, I want to do something else. I think the, the way I had written the 30 minute one was I tried to have it be a complete piece because I wasn't really sure whether I would get the chance to do a, a bigger thing so I didn't want to leave it sort of half open so it was very much like a self-contained piece. So the next one I'm hoping to actually work with my uncle again on something and so it'll be very very Irish. <laughs> yeah I'm excited about that I think it'll be fun to do something new. In terms of the process of writing and, and opera how do you kind of remain true to that original text you know is there a tension between those two points um, yeah I think there is and to, to be honest you deal with it differently depending on what the story is I would say um, for me I, I found it very exciting to work with the medium like opera because it's it, I've sort of started to gravitate more towards vocal music over the past few years but what's really cool which I hadn't sort of um, thought about much is that the music can do stuff it can either pull against what the words are saying or it can you know it can add different elements to it so it's sort of like the music is there to help or or you know sort of like suggest that the singer is lying or you know there's, there's all these different subtexts that you can play with so I think yeah you have to be aware of how the story is unfolding and kind of think think sort of at points like very big big scale or like the the big picture and then like go into various moments and see how so it's sort of like you're zooming in and zooming out the whole time while you're while you're writing I love writing um, instrumental music but there's something really exciting about seeing 
stuff come together like all these different elements like you know the visuals and the staging and people acting and then suddenly it's it's brought to life and it's it can be so powerful you know and it's just a way that the music interacts with the story it just because I guess like I've done sound design for theatre but you're kind of you're a, to a certain extent like a cog in the in the machine whereas you know the music really drives the story in opera. There's something exciting about having other people come on board and you kind of, you know, you have a load of different conversations and you try to arrive at a point of mutual understanding. And, you know, like that might not always happen, but when it does, it's incredibly exciting where someone totally gets what you're trying to go for and can actually execute that. The big events, the scores, and the killings, the men, the big events, the scores, and the killings. When I was starting out in, in Dublin, I, I found it really hard to get my music performed. <laughs> so I just, I think that people may not have been interested or, you know, that was just my experience but over here and, and I mean obviously like I've I have developed over the years as well but I think that there there's a real um, on the east coast anyway like I'm close enough to New York there's a real thirst for new music and there's a lot of great schools where there are young performers coming out and they just want to play music you know in a way I found it easier to get my music played over here um, but that's that's not to say that that's that wouldn't be the case in in Ireland now like I've been hearing great stuff about various um, ensembles back home I guess it's maybe there's it's just it's a bigger country and what what will happen is a lot of people end up moving to these hubs like um, you know New York or Chicago and setting up ensembles and they just want to play there's no real arts council funding here so people are maybe a little bit more ready to roll up their sleeves and try and find different ways to get grants together or you know just to, to put pots of money together to put on gigs so there's a lot of uh, kind of I guess like a DIY element to a certain extent. One of the recent initiatives here with uh, the sounding the feminist movement and I know I've kind of read on your biog and I've seen that the you know the Twitter campaign about hear all composers that you were you were part of advocating for inclusivity in in, in classical music. Do women and non-binary composers face the same issues in the states as they have done here? And are you hopeful for the future when it comes to addressing these historical imbalances? I'm I'm definitely hopeful for the future. I think that there's a lot of initiatives that are springing up that are working to address these imbalances. I think the work that the Sounding the Feminist are doing is fantastic and I think that's a, a really great step in the right direction. And I think over in the States you have the likes of, you know, Missy Mazzoli has this Luna Lab, which is a scheme that they like they take on groups of younger female non-binary composers, like the, you know, they'd be of early teens and they mentor them through the course of a year and have a performance. And there's a lot of different things like that coming up and people are talking about it all the time now. When you see a concert programme and if it's just you know, white male composers, people will speak up and they'll ask why is that the case. So I think people are starting to become a little bit more inclusive in their programming or a little bit more aware of things that, things that they can do to help people. 
it's slower moving when you get to these bigger institutions like orchestras I think that it's dire still and things need to change there but again like you know when you have these bigger um, machines it's sort of like trying to change the course of steering a ship like I'm hoping it will start to happen more regularly but um, I think that's going to be a lot slower than you know um, like chamber ensembles that don't really have to consult a load of boards and patrons and that sort of thing. Fairy and a few other people at New Music Gathering last year and we we had designed postcards like a hero composers postcards with with a bunch of different more diverse options of composers that could be programmed by orchestras and we we had stamped we had put paid for stamps on them and we tried to get like the whole room to write a card to the Philadelphia orchestra and they actually commissioned six um, women composers this year so you know <laughs> I don't know if that was part of us or if that was in the works for a long time but that was very exciting to see it should start from like very young age there should be like I was talking to some friends about like we need to start writing pieces that are for beginners that so like kids you know when someone's taken their first you know violin lesson they can see a composer's name that's not just a, a dead white composer and, and that sort of thing and, and so it becomes natural to you know see that there are different types of composers out there. I think it's good to be vocal and ask questions when you see that there aren't diverse programs when ensembles because they don't really have an excuse there are so many composers out there you know there's no way you can achieve this sort of diversity without kind of stumbling along the way so as long as people are open to having conversations and like we're all constantly learning I think you know it'll be it'll be okay so I'm writing a piece for a solo percussionist for it's for marimba and electronics and this percussionist has rounded up 25 other percussionists who have put in a small enough amount of money to commission me and that I'll write this piece and then it'll get 25 performances so things like that are, are, are it's like a good model it's like you know especially if you don't have money to pay a composer to write a piece so like a lot of that sort of stuff is happening I'm writing a short enough song cycle for a percussion quartet and Irlo Leonard so I'm going to be setting some Irish poems by Dearne Negrefa who is um, just really phenomenal poet and I'm very excited about that.